TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we got John Ryan in the studio. He's our digital camera expert. And uh, we were on with Charlie before we were so rudely interrupted by the top of the hour. And uh, <laughs> one of those things we have to hit every time. And I actually missed it. Let's go right to uh, back to Charlie. He had a couple more questions about how to become a photographer. You still there, Charlie? Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, I want to go back to starting. Um, you're in Hartford, right? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, Capital Community College has some photography classes. And they're, they're basic classes where they, you, you basically start from, this is a camera, you push this button to take a picture, and you go through. Perfect. Um, also, adult education. A lot of the schools, uh, you can call the Board of Education in town. They have adult education classes. Manchester Community College has photo classes. Tunxis has photo classes. Um, and they're all designed to, you know, from the very beginning, it's like here's a camera, and we're going to walk through and learn how to do it. Oh, okay. You know, and that's that may be that may be your best bet. Um, and you know, and actually, if you go through the community colleges, you can either pay as an audit to where you're not really taking it for credit, but you're sitting in the class and you're going through doing all these assignments, and you're doing the same amount of work. You're just not getting any credit for it, or you pay and you get college credit. It's up yeah. to you how you deal with that. The uh, community – I mean the adult education usually um, that's uh, how to take better pictures, how to take better vacation pictures and usually taught by photographers. I know when I was uh, – oh gosh, years ago I taught adult education in Glastonbury, uh, basically mm. photography, how to, how to get started, how to take better pictures, how to actually take pictures. Hmm. So that could be a good place to look too. Thank right. you very much. All right, Charlie. Anything else? Uh, yes, I the other day I this gentleman said he was upgrading his camera and uh, he sold me his old Nikon D60, I think it is. Okay. Uh, uh, is that a good camera? Or, I know it's an out of date. He says it's, it's obsolete, but yeah, uh, obsolete is a vague term. Um, it is a really good camera to learn on. Um, in its prime, it was expensive. Yeah, yeah, it was. I it was eight nine hundred dollars when it first came out. Yeah, the D60 will give you really good images up to about eleven by fourteen, fourteen by sixteen, if you want to go that big. But the key to it is it has a manual function, so you can learn about shutter speed and aperture and ISO and how they all interact. You can actually look at it and you can look at the screen on the back of the camera and see it. So I would say, you know, if you got it, I mean, I don't know what he sold it, sold it to you for. If you got a good deal, um, what I would do, put it on program right now, 
Go out and start playing with it. Take some pictures. Look at what program does. Look at the kind of stuff you like to shoot. Like, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy that did mushrooms? Mm. Yeah, you know, find something you like to shoot and shoot a lot. You're, <laughs> you're only going... Of the same thing, all over and over thing. again. <laughs> you're going, the, the, the more you have that camera in, the, in your hand, the more pictures you take, the better you will get. Okay. It's like any muscle. You have to exercise it. You have to do it. All right. Okay, Charlie? Thank, thank you very much, gentlemen. You're welcome. Yeah. Good luck, sir. Hey, thank you. All right. So Charlie's going to start a whole new career, maybe. Let's go on to Ray in Springfield next. What's going on, Ray? Hi. Um, I'm considering uh, buying the uh, DJI Ronin S handheld gimbal. Mm, I'm yeah. wondering if you have wonder if you have any direct experience with it. I've read some things that were a little concerning. I have absolutely no experience with gimbals. I That's not uh, an area that I get into. I mean, the video stuff I do is you set it up on a tripod, push the button, and let it tape. That's pretty much it. I don't do much movement stuff. <clears throat> I know DJI is kind of the leader in gimbals right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I always have questions on anything that has more than one or two movements at any possible time and is controlled by batteries. Um, but that being said, I, I have seen some wonderful reviews about the Ronin. It's serious. I mean, which one are you looking at? The Ronin S, which I believe is the latest one. Or hmm. I don't see that one. I see the Professional, which is like eight grand, and they've got the the Combo, which is ten. The Ronin S. Is oh, I a, see it. Uh, I think it's about seven fifty. Yes, so. I see it. Yep. Yeah, it, it seems. Well, I mean, people have some of the complaints were that it was kind of heavy, but mm. uh, I've also read things where people say it just kind of went berserk all of a sudden and started thrashing the camera all around, which. I don't think I want that to happen. Well, just by the virtue of what it is, a camera support system, I would be really, really, really leery of any any company that their main selling point was, hey, we have the lightest gimbal on the market. That gimbal, you're holding that gimbal, that you become part of the support system, and the heavier something is, the more stability it imparts onto the moving end of it. That's just well, my feeling. Yeah. That's why photographers go with and videographers go with the biggest tripods they can because it adds stability. So you want something that's giving you something to hold on to, something substantial. As far as going berserk, that's my paranoia about gimbals. Yeah, it wants to know where it is in space and it couldn't figure out where it right, was yeah. and then it got lost. So it's interesting yeah. that you're going to try it. Well, I, all I do is video and, and you know I use a tripod pretty expensively, but, and a drone, a DJI drone. But there are times, not too many, but sometimes when I want to walk yeah. in, in a forest, I do nature-oriented things. And, uh, you know, I, I tried a glide cam oh, yeah. uh, gimbal, but I'm not happy with it. Uh, we're, I'm just looking for something better. But, you know, I understand your point about weight, but... If the thing is too heavy, you tire out too quickly. Oh, yeah. It defeats the purpose. So, Well, right. the only thing I could suggest would be rent it for a while. See if it works for you. Hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of people go out and buy stuff and return it. I'd rent it. You know, A, 
rental, you can work it out as a tax deduction if you're doing this as a professional career. <laughs> you anything you rent, you can you can deduct. Um, B if if it breaks, it's their problem, not yours. <laughs> um, that that I mean, I've done that a number of times. If I want to buy something and I'm not sure, I rent it. It's just a lot cheaper to drop a hundred bucks or 150 mm-hmm. bucks than going out and dropping seven, eight, nine hundred dollars. And you know, if you spend seven hundred dollars on a on a gimbal, there's going to be accessories that you're going to have to buy. So that seven hundred dollar gimbal is going to end up costing you a thousand. Mm. The case. Yeah, <laughs> the, the yep. extra battery, the neck holster, the neck harness, all yeah. that stuff. So I, I would suggest rent it. Yeah. Okay. All right, Ray. Thanks very much. Hey, thanks for calling. Hey, good luck with it. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Same yeah, to you, you too. Uh, yeah, those gimbals I think are kind of neat. I've, I've often wanted to get an Osmo to try out. Just I would love to have <laughs> one. I mean, I see a lot of people at events walking around with the uh, the little Osmo and their yeah. iPhone, and then you know, like a little uh, Rode microphone to get better sound. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they do great stuff. I was yeah. at one of the political conventions just recently, mm-hmm. and um, you know, there there had to have been. Ten people walking around doing interviews with those, and you get sure. those little loom cubes. So now you've got light too. Huh. You you can have a total production package and put it in your pocket. Very good. We're going to take a quick break and get back to more of your calls. Ed and Bill, hang on. Two lines open for you. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab, but it is the big digital camera show. And before we get to your calls, Bob wanted to mention something because his wife's got her, her art gallery thing starting today. I completely forgot to want to bring it up. The annual uh, holiday show on sale at Gallery on the Green in Canton, Connecticut is on display. Yep. It starts uh, actually uh, December 16th, but they open at 6 to 9 p.m. December 16th or November? November. Your wife's going to kill you. <laughs> anyway, uh <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, very good, and uh, my wife has her first uh, solo exhibition, so very create nice. your own sunshine upstairs in the gallery. So please come and visit. All right, out there in Canton. All right, let's go on to your calls again. We're going to go to Bill in Windsor's first. Let me bring up Bill. Hey, Bill. Morning. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? Good. I have a couple of photography questions I'd like to ask. Perfect. I have thousands of slides, not as much as you, but uh, thousands of <laughs> Slides that I originally shot in mostly in Totochrome 64. Ah, good film. Uh, some Ectochrome, uh, some Totochrome 25. But I have a Nikon Toolscan 5 that I've been scanning. It's, that software has become outdated, so I'm doing it with ViewScan now. Yep. But I have a few questions. The both of these pictures, I really probably just want to scan for preservation. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, J- JPEG is fine for those, but there's some that I have some intentions of perhaps trying to find a market for, and that's where my question lies. Should I be scanning those in a TIFF or scan them in a JPEG and a TIFF, or what, how should I approach that for the ones that I might want to sell? If, if it was me, I would scan everything as a TIFF. Hmm. Now, granted, I know you're doing it for archive only, but see the difference between a TIFF and a JPEG. If you open up a JPEG and you maybe tweak the color a little bit and then you save it again as a JPEG, you are throwing away information. 
So every so with enough openings and savings of a file, you can eventually save that file down to nothing. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. A TIFF, however, is what's called a lossless format. Interesting. You can open it, modify it, do whatever you want, save it. You're not losing any information. Hmm. Okay. It'll now, be a good thing for legacy too then. Right, right. Yeah. So with a TIFF, I mean if you want – you know, uh, you're going to want to email files to people anyway. So you're going right. to have to save a copy of it as a JPEG. So right, you, a low-res JPEG. So right, right. Really- you know, granted, a TIFF is going to take up much more space, mm-hmm. but hard drives are cheap. Um, mm-hmm. Scan them as TIFFs. If you need to email them, go into Photoshop or whatever software program you're using for your image editing. Make your adjustments on the TIFF and then save a copy as a low-res JPEG to mail out to someone. That way you still have your file that's basically unadulterated at its full size. You can do whatever you want to. I've seen people who, you know, they've been working on JPEGs for ages and they bring it to me and go, why is my JPEG now only 100K? My, my When I opened it up originally, it was 25 meg. Well, hmm. how many times have you opened and closed this thing? Hmm. I didn't know. I've never seen that happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. JPEGs, every time you every time you, you close it, it's recompressing. Yeah, it's I believe throwing it. stuff away. Yeah, I believe it. So I hope that helps you there. Okay. Bill. Now in terms of editing the pictures, I can edit them in Photoshop, but should I save them in Photoshop or do you recommend Lightroom like you use? I actually all of my editing is done in Lightroom and then if I need to seriously work on a picture, I open it up in Photoshop and work on it there. Okay. Because with Lightroom, you're scanning a bunch of images and like let's say you're scanning your images <clears throat> excuse me, from a trip. Well, theoretically, those pictures from a trip are all going to be very similar. So you can work on that batch in Lightroom and make a similar correction to all of them. Um, whereas in Photoshop, you got to open them all up. You got to make a correction in one. You got to save it. Then you got to work on the next one and save it. With Lightroom, you can do a lot more work in less time. Okay. And Lightroom works with TIFFs, JPEGs, DNGs, RAW files, hmm. you name it. It works with all of them. You can actually have a uh, a JPEG and a RAW open up side by side in Lightroom and put the exact same correction on both of them. Okay. All right, Bill. Okay. Yeah, one quick question too. Does it, in terms of uh, protecting my pictures, does a copy – Copyright or a watermark on this image really truly protects the picture from somebody. A copy – now, my uh, my law degree hasn't gotten here from <laughs> IamALawyer.com, so you have to take this as from my experience. Understand. Unless you actually fill out the copyright paperwork hmm. per the Library of Congress statutes and send it in – and get the certificate back that says, yes, indeed, they have it. The only thing you are entitled to is actual damages. Now, if I take one of your images and I publish it in a magazine, what is the actual damage to you? Whereas if it's copyrighted, then lawyers get interested and go, (laughs) hey, punitive damages, we make money. Uh, So if you're going to copyright them, you can put all the watermarks on them you want to. I can take and take your watermark out in like five that's minutes what, in Photoshop. That's what I'm thinking. Not exactly. a problem. However, 
It's worth the time. I think it's 40 bucks. You can do it on a 40 bucks. 40 bucks, but you can submit a DVD with like 1500 images on it for 40 bucks. Oh, okay. That's better. Now, I do copyright my stuff quarterly. Oh, okay. But if I do something that's important, mm-hmm. I copyright that separately. Gotcha. So, you know, and I actually have had three copyright infringement lawsuits. Hmm. I've won them, haven't collected a dime, <laughs> but I've won them. Um, so, no. you know, I didn't go up against a major corporation where they paid me off to be quiet. These were people who were just they found being your stupid. And yeah. yeah. And they didn't realize they, they wanted to fight. So it's like, okay, fine. You let the lawyer loose. But I, ha- I had the copyright certificate, so it made it easier. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. You, you can put, we can watermark stuff all you want to. It doesn't mean anything. So your images are still going to get used, and right. people will actually use your image with the watermark on it, right. <laughs> and they'll claim fair use. Like, yeah, okay, it's mm. not fair that you use my image without me getting paid. Yeah. But I would suggest actually <laughs> go through. You can download the copyright paperwork uh, off the web. You fill it out. You send them a check for forty bucks before they raise it, and. <laughs> You know, you 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 can do you can do I think upwards of fifteen hundred images per DVD, awesome. and they're low okay, res sorry. images. They don't have to be high res. Right. Okay. All right, Bill. Okay. And last question for <laughs> new pictures that I'm taking with my Rebel camera. Save all those in the RAW format. Then I would the photograph in RAW. Take them into Lightroom. Make your corrections because then you still have the RAW files. But when you make the corrections, you export them. You can export them as TIFFs. You can export them as DNG, DNGs, or you can export them as JPEGs, whatever you want. But your RAWs are still inviolate and sacred. Very good. I'm going to drop Bill there because he has so many questions that all the people on hold are getting mad at him. But I hope that helps you there. Uh, we're going to go on to uh, Ed in Brantford next. What's going on, Ed? Hey, good morning. Morning. I was listening uh, at the beginning of the show, and one of the first callers, had a problem stabilizing, I forget what it was, an iPhone. Or it was a tablet. Like he, he wanted to stabilize a new tablet. He was right. hoping, and there's probably no image stabilization in a tablet. Well, what I, I suggest that uh, he can probably do is to improve his pictures is go very back to the basics, the old beanbag. Uh, a beanbag? You know. Yeah. yeah. Beanbags are great. I have one. All right. You stick yeah. it on a beanbag. Yeah, it sits in the bottom of my camera bag. I use it all the time. All right. Right. Uh, just, just taking uh, if you, if you don't have one, take a sock and put some dried peas, dried beans, rice in it. Yeah, seal up the end, and you're all set to go. <laughs> uh, I'll take you one better. One time, I was on my way to a job, and I realized I didn't have it, so I stopped at Stop and Shop and bought a bag of lentils for ninety nine cents. There you go. And you just so, stick your camera on the bag, right? Yeah, and then yeah. you got lunch. It, <laughs> but it, okay, all right. So, so that might that might be some way for him to uh, start sure. yeah. and so forth with uh, very simplistic materials and price next to nothing. I love it. All right, Ed. Thanks very much. Okay. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, you good too. Right, thank you very much. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, taking your computer, well, taking your digital camera questions. We've got Lynn, John, and Barbara on the line, and one line open for you. Everything we've talked about so far has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com, the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you go to Facebook and you like us on Facebook over at Tab Computer Systems, it'll get into your news feed. And if you follow us on Twitter, right after right after you're following Trump, go to Tab Computer Sys and everything will be there as well. We'll be right back. And we are back. Matt's starting to get with the program. <laughs> 
right, Matt? This is Computer Talk with Tab, but it's a big digital camera show. We got John Ryan in studio, and the lines are all jammed up, so you get tons of questions about digital cameras and photography. So I'm glad you guys are here. Let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to Lynn in Prospect next. Hey, Lynn, what's up? Lynn, you there? Yeah, hi. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, good. Thanks. So what's up? My husband and I have a uh, Canon G15 PowerShot that we've used um, a lot on vacation, and it's worked out great. And we're going to be going to uh, Africa next year. Wow. And we're wondering if there's any type of uh, adapter that we could add to increase the telephoto capability. There are adapters for your G15. Uh, If you look at the front of the camera, there's that little, like, knurled ring that sits there, and there's, like, a little button down in the lower right corner. If you push that button, it allows you to unscrew that ring. Mm -hmm. There's an adapter that goes on and screws onto that that goes over the lens, Mm -hmm. and then you can screw adapters onto that. I will say that Canon makes a telephoto adapter for it. I believe it's a doubler so you're going from like uh i think it's what uh 35 to 80 or 35 to 90 you're going up to like a a 250 something like that but you're putting glass in front of glass your pictures are not necessarily going to be the best Mm, okay now that doesn't mean that you should go out and buy a new camera however um both Canon and Nikon have similar size cameras now that have phenomenal telephoto range. Uh, Nikon's new P6000 is something like uh, 24 to 600 millimeters all in a little point and shoot. And Canon's, um, I want to say G90, I think it's a G90, is similar. But again, you're going to come back and buy a new camera. But your adapter, the, the adapter tube and the glass to go in front is going to set you back probably about 250 300 Ooh. And if you're going to do it, buy Canon. Don't buy, oh, hey, this is the same thing. I can get it from uh, off of Alibaba or eBay for $20. If you're going to do that, take the $20 out, tape it to the back of your car because you're going to get exactly the same effect. <laughs> Not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. You're going to have to spend the money. And if you're going to do that, spend the money on the Canon glass. Okay. If okay. Well, do. thanks. Uh, sure. We'll look into that and price compare, and maybe I can convince my husband that uh, a new camera might be the way to go. You know, yeah. Africa's once in a lifetime unless you're doing a regular commuter route there. It, it might not be a bad idea. No, that's great. Okay, Lynn. All right. Thanks very much. You bet. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, if you're going to go to Africa, buy the new camera. Let's go to uh, Barbara and Vernon next. Hey, Barb. Barbie there? Yes, I am. What can we do for you? Well, I have Lightroom and Photoshop, but I used to like to be able to use Microsoft programs that came with your or with Windows, um, your regular Microsoft. Mm-hmm. They've done away with most of those simpler programs. Sure. They do it. Something you can recommend hmm. that will download because now they have program doesn't allow my, doesn't download my photographs right doesn't categorize them which it used to do. Any simple suggestions for? Uh, oh, photo cataloging program. Yeah. Um, well, Google's got I know. one. Pix, uh, Pixis. Yeah, they kind of done away with that, haven't they? Uh, you might be right. Yeah. Um, you know, I find that. 
the inexpensive programs are okay in a pinch, but if you're relying on them for any kind of longevity, you're going to get caught in the end because they're not going to be robust enough to stand up. What kind of camera do you have? I have Nikons, but I have been losing. I'm I'm elderly, and the Nikons are heavy. I've been losing using a Luminex. Okay, My- uh, well, the Lumix, the Lumix camera on the the disc that uh, you got with the camera, yeah. there's there's their version of a, a software for dealing with pictures. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All all digital cameras come with some sort of manufacturer made program to deal with their camera. The nice thing about it is the software is written to match the camera, so you're going to get a little bit better results than you would going into Lightroom or Photoshop without having to do some work in Lightroom and Photoshop. You understand what I'm looking for then. That's great. Absolutely, yeah. Go check your, the, the DVD you got with the camera. I hope I can find it. <laughs> well, if, if you don't have it, what you can do is you can go to the Panasonic website. Yeah. You find your camera brand, and it'll have uh, downloads, and you can actually download the software again. I'm so glad I called. That's so why I. we're here. We're glad you called too. I like my camera. It's lightweight, and it's, <clears throat> it has all the options. You know, it's not just an iPhone. It has everything on it, like a bigger camera, but it doesn't weigh as much. Oh, the Lumixes are great cameras. Absolutely wonderful cameras. <clears throat> and we can also, I'm going to put a link up there for you. There's a, on Tom's guide, they've got a bunch of free photo management tools too that you can go through if the one that you want to use through Panasonic doesn't turn out to be available. There's tons of them out there that okay. you can try. Thank you so much. I'm glad you have programs with cameras again. Uh-huh. I miss them. We do as often as we can, Barbara. We can't. We can't have Ryan here every time. About uh, uh, John here every time. Then we're in trouble. Well, <laughs> no, no, I like the rest of the program. Too. <laughs> thanks, Barbara. I was trying to fish for that one. Thank Giving you a nice so softball there. All right, bye. thanks, Barb. All right, bye bye. <laughs> Digital cameras all the time. <laughs> we'll never end. Um, let's go on to uh, John and Bethel next. Hey, John, what's up? Hi. Good morning. Um, I have an old Canon eighty one. Um, I have a, a bunch of lenses for it, and I'm trying to see if I can get a camera from uh, Canon that those lenses fit on and will be a uh, zoom. Uh, will I think it's 800 power? Will that enhance uh, the digital uh, zoom now that comes with the camera? The short answer is no. Now. The the FD lenses that you have for your AE-1 will not mate with any Canon camera directly. You are going to have to get an adapter. And if you get the adapters, what, it, what you're going to do is it's going to be manual focus. Um, the AE-1 is a wonderful camera. The, the AE-1 is the most sold camera. I think it's in the Guinness World Book of Records. They sold the most of AE-1s wow. of all yep. cameras. So it's a really good camera. It's it's you know it's still great. You can still get film. It still does a wonderful job. Uh, your best bet would be to consider buying another, you know, buying a camera, buying some lenses. Upgrade. Uh, and or just buy film and uh, use the AE-1 as... It was well, yeah, that's that's what I was going to suggest too. I mean, uh, you can get your film processed at Walgreens. You can get them processed a bunch of places, 
And what they'll do is they'll process and they'll put it on a DVD for you so you can do all kinds of digital stuff with the files. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, uh, I got the one without AutoWind because I found that AutoWind uh, at that time uh, used to put uh, lightning streaks through some of the pictures. Really? That's interesting. The only time I ever had that happen with my my winders or motors was if it was really, really cold outside. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I had that problem. Uh, on a, I had two AE1s. One came with a, uh auto winder, and uh-huh. uh, when I had that problem, the guy said, yeah, it, uh, it could be an energy surge or sparks or whatever. So I bought the one without the auto winder and uh, had no problem with it. Well, that's good. That's good mm-hmm. to know. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good day. Thank you very much. You too. Thanks, John. Yep. So the, the Guinness Book of World Record camera there. I mean, how old is his camera? It sounds pretty old. Oh, gosh. <clears> the <throat> AE-1 came out. I was – this had to be right around uh, – let's see. The Olympics were in 80, I believe, 80, 82. Oh, goodness. That's about when it came out. Okay. Because there was an Olympic version of the AE-1. It All sold right. over 10 million bodies. Wow. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break, get back to more of your calls, and we'll try to get them all done here before the top of the hour if we can. Dorothy, Paul, and Gene, hang on. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here at 11 o'clock, and Dr. Lessie's going to come in at 11 and give you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. But let's get back to your digital camera questions because we've got John Ryan in the studio. Uh, and of course, Jean was it Jean? She's very happy you're mm-hmm. here. <laughs> if it was up to her, it'd be a digital camera show, and that'd be it. Let's go to uh, Paul in uh, Willimantic first. Hey, Paul. Paul, you there? No, he's listening. He's listening on something. You there, Paul? Come on, catch up, Paul. Uh oh, we're on that seven second delay here. So, Paul, you there? One more time. Uh, now he hears me. Hey there, Paul. All right, there you are. All right, turn the radio down so you don't get confused because it can get really funky if you're listening to everything in yeah, a seven-second delay. All right, what can we do? The radio here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I come from uh, the old school, uh, 35 millimeter, got an old 201 Minolta and an F1. Oh wow! And I want to get a, I want to get a digital camera. I got right. a Sure Shot, you know, a little Sure Shot, but I want to do, get a decent camera before I clock out. <laughs> and uh, I don't need a bunch of buttons and, and dials and this and that. I'd like the equivalent of, of a good old SLR with uh, with the basics, but I want to go digital, and I want to be able to use some of my old uh, F1 lenses. And so I'm wondering what uh, what's out there. And I know they're they're pricey, but at this point in time, I'm not concerned about cost. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, short answer uh, that I gave to uh, John, no, you can't use your F1 lenses on the new stuff without an adapter, and if you use it, it's going to be manual focus. Okay. So you're talking new glass. Yeah, I, I heard I heard that conversation. Okay, uh, well, now, now there's a company called Zorkendorfer Ooh. out of Germany. They make mm-hmm. adapters for everything. And if you don't want to spend the big bucks for that, you can go on eBay and go, okay, I want a Canon FD to Canon EF adapter, and somebody has machined one together, and it'll work. But again, you're getting autofocus. You're not getting any of the uh, any of the um, automatic features other than maybe aperture priority. Okay. 
Um, second part of it is simple camera without any buttons. You know, if you come up with that camera, you could be really rich because digital cameras don't exist without buttons. And I was going to say he's going to not going to find that perfect one button yeah, camera. I, you know, well, I, I understand that. I mean, it's just uh, I'm pretty much concerned about uh, you know speed and aperture, and uh, I don't even care about video. I know there's uh, I know I think I think it's Canon has one out there. It's uh, I think it's pretty pricey. I think it's like about two grand. Oh, entirely possible. That's either the uh, 5D Mark IV or the um, EOS. Well, let's see. What's that? The three, the three, the one, the RS. But anyway, those are expensive cameras. There is a camera, though. You know, you said money was no object. There is one. There is one that'll fit your um, your guidelines. The Leica M10. It doesn't have a digital screen on the back. It has an aperture dial, I mean, a shutter speed dial, and you control the aperture on the lens. You're not going to know what you got until you take the pictures, and it's only going to set you back about ten grand. What? (laughs) But you get a lens with it. Jeez. Um, Now, I realize that's kind of out of out of the question. Um, You're looking. You're you're looking at probably like the Rebel series. Mm -hmm. Those are good cameras. The six. The, the T6i is really good. The T6, there's not a lot of difference between the two of them other than some money, but they're good. Nikon, well, you have Canon, so let's stay in the Canon realm. Um, then you'd bump up to, like, the uh, Canon 6D, which much more expensive, a lot more controls. Um, you can do more with it, hmm. um, but it's more expensive. The right. 5D Mark IV, really good camera. It has video like the 6D, um, but video is not an option for you. But the, you're going to be hard put to find a camera that doesn't have video capability. Yeah. Okay. The thing is, you just don't use it. Right. That's, yeah. that's easy. Don't push that button. Um, <laughs> Canon has a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous amount of lenses available. And they have, they have uh, their STM lenses, which are really, really affordable. And they're good glass. I mean, they're nice lenses. They have a wide range of lenses. Then they have their the uh, you know the uh, food of the god lenses, the white lenses. They're um, L glass. That's expensive stuff. But if you want really superior glass, you can do that. It just all comes down to how much you want to spend. Right. But you know, I would say if I was looking for a new camera, I'd look at the Canon 60, the Rebel series, because you can still get fives. A five, T5Is, you can get the T6s. Okay. Let's see. They haven't released the T, the T7 yet. Hmm. So, but A lot of things to look at, Paul. Yeah, well, let me ask you a quick question, too, while I got you on here. And uh, I got a, my old Mamiya 645. Uh, sweet camera. I have two of them. Can, uh, is, can I get a, put a digital back on that? Which 645 do you have? Do you have the one where you push the little button on the door and the door pops open and you put the insert in? Or do you have the one where it has the removable back? I think I got the one with the, uh, where you, you know, you slide, do the little slide switch and then and the door drops down. Then you can't put a digital back on it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, because that thing's been sitting in a, in a case for years now. I haven't taken it out. Yeah, your hmm. best bet would be either leave it sitting in a case uh, or maybe donate it to some kid that wants to learn photography. Um, hmm. Yeah, uh, I had a good time with that thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're great cameras. Great. All right, good show. Thanks, Thanks. for your time. All right, Paul, you thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
why is it you think kids are going to want to play with ancient technology and not want to get the latest and greatest? These kids have no time to even read the manuals. Imagine Tim trying to use a hard camera like that. Because it's different. <clears throat> you think so? I mean, well, look at kids aren't even on Facebook anymore. Yeah, because are. everybody does Facebook. Everybody They're does digital. Snapchat everybody too. does. They're yeah. Leaving. They're moving that to something else. Yeah. Being um but going back shooting shooting film is cool. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well they're making vinyl now. I mean yeah. they're making vinyl records. So. It's it's uh it's trendy again. All right, why not? And Let's... actually companies are releasing film again. Sure. That's that's true. Let's go to Dorothy real quick in Litchfield. Hey Dorothy, what's up? Uh yeah, we just have a small um Sony Cybershot and I was wondering if there's a repair shop that you could recommend because it won't open at all for me. Hmm. Uh, Sony. I would send it back to Sony. Either that or there's Precision Camera. You can find them on the web. Um, they're they're in Enfield, and yes. I believe they have an office in Texas. But um, And in like Mexico. Yeah, but Precision <laughs> Camera in, in Enfield is an uh, authorized Sony repair facility. Yep. Okay. And good. they're fast. They're fast. They're real fast. I've gotten stuff done there next day. Yeah, we have, we've had the president of the yeah. company here on the show many times. Oh, wow. Also, would you have a, any recommendation for a good photo printer? A good photo printer. How big do you want to go? Well, no, just, just 11 by 14 maybe. Oh, gosh. Any of the Epsons, uh, what is it, the uh, R1300, um, any, any of the Epson printers that are 13 by 17 will allow you to print 11 by 14s. Really, really good. They have great inks. And there's little Canon printers that are really good, too. All right, Dorothy. Okay, thank you for your help. Oh, thank you for calling. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Well, that's going to do it for the show today. I want to thank uh, John Ryan for coming in. And, John, how do people get you if they want to find you? Facebook, John Ryan Photographer. All right, so you can find John on that. And uh, anything we talked about today will be Facebook tweeted. on. It's going to be on our, on our Computer Talk with Tab website, so it'll all be there for you. I want to thank Mike G for doing that live for us. I want to thank Matt for producing. Stick around. Dr. Alessi's in live next. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.